Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about the fourth and final and newest focus of our studies together, bearing fruit. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, weather the storms of life, and bear fruit. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we are talking about our last pillar of the show. And after we've put down deep roots in Christ and the Word, after we've grown in our faith, after we learn how to weather the storms of life with that faith, then we also need to be producing something. The Word of God has power. Jesus told a parable that illustrates that it's like a seed that's spread out over even the harshest of soils because it has the power to take root in the harshest ground. And once it takes root, it has the power to bear fruit. And that's the whole point. You know, Think about it. When you put any plant in the ground, what do you expect? Do you expect it to stay the same size, shrink maybe? No, that, that would mean that the plant is not healthy. When you put a plant in the ground, you either want it to grow and mature, you want it to flower, make your garden look more beautiful, or most farmers want their crops to produce more fruit and seeds. And one man I read pointed out that reaping more than what we sow is the fundamental law of the harvest. Every farmer lives by that principle. If his work only returns exactly what he planted in the ground, his labor would be futile. He would never gain anything extra from his efforts so that he could use it to feed his family or sell it for a profit. You know, consider the potential of one kernel of corn. One kernel of corn will produce one corn stalk. Each corn uh, stalk produces one ear of corn, and the average ear of corn has 250 kernels. So that single kernel of corn will yield a 250% increase. Now, of course, different kinds of plants are going to produce different amounts of seeds, but God has given each of us his word, his seed. He has entrusted his disciples to sow its seed, and he expects us to reap more than what was sown in us. This is the first season that I'm formally adding this to the list of core principles the show focuses on, along with laying deep roots and growing a strong and bold spirit and weathering life's storms with Christ. But for those of you who have been watching or listening from the beginning, you'll know that this really isn't anything new. And that's because it's pretty hard to go through the Bible without seeing this command to bear fruit. John 15, uh, starting in verse 4, it says, Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. And skipping down a few verses, he says, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. Even more, Jesus said, uh, going back up to verses 1 and 2, I am the true vine. My father is the vine dresser. Every branch of me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may it excuse me, that it may bear more fruit. Bearing fruit, that's serious business for God. We're to be constantly growing in how much fruit we bear. You're wanting to produce uh 
as Christ put it, multiplying 30, 60, even 100 times in Mark 4 8. If the seed has been planted in us, if the roots have sunk in, we will bear fruit. But we should take a few minutes to talk about what that means. You know, what does it mean to bear fruit? In the Bible, I find three general categories of fruitfulness that the Spirit references. First, we're expected to bear fruit in the way we think. Romans 12.2 says that we should be transformed by the renewing of our mind, that we may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. You know, God gives us a different mindset when we become a Christian, and it should bear fruit in us in our attitudes. Galatians 5.22 through 23 tells us that this is part of what fruitfulness looks like. Paul writes, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And Paul is saying that if I am bearing fruit, then I'm going to love others. I'm going to create a climate of joy around me, especially within the church. I'm going to be a peacemaker and someone who shows patience and kindness and we could go on. Jesus said, you will know a tree by its fruit. And part of that fruit is the way we think and the way our thinking shapes our attitudes. But secondly, our attitude is going to lead to action. If you go up one verse in Romans chapter 12, this becomes very clear. Paul says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. We need to be transformed by the renewing of our mind, but also present our bodies as living sacrifices to God. Paul wrote to the Colossians, we pray that this in order that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God in Colossians 1.10. In other words, when you bear fruit, it's not just an attitude. We need to grow a strong and bold spirit by laying down roots in God's word. But then we also need to bear fruit by doing good works and doing good things for Jesus and his church. These good works, they're not going to save you. You're already saved. But these good works, they are the byproducts, the fruit of gratitude. These are the things we do because we love Jesus. So bearing fruit it starts with our mindset, and having the right mindset leads to bearing fruit in our actions. And having the right mindset and having the right actions then should lead to this final way of bearing fruit. Proverbs 11.30 says, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. Maybe this is the most obvious way we bear fruit to some of you, but for many of us, it's the hardest. I'm told that if my roots are solid, this part of bearing fruit and producing more than what was sown in us is not only possible, but it's natural. Winning souls is the natural result of the seed being sown in me. Now, I can win souls by inviting others to worship with me. I can win souls by talking to others about Jesus and how he's transformed my life, but ultimately, I win souls by letting others see how God's seed is bearing fruit in my attitudes and my actions. It's hard to convince people of the transformative power of Jesus if I'm not living a transformed life. And it's hard to make others bear fruit if I am not bearing fruit myself. 
The questions we should ask ourselves are, what kind of fruit are we bearing for Jesus? What does our harvest look like? And what does that mean for how deep our roots truly are? That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily Season 3. I'm looking forward to sitting down and studying God's Word with you next time. Thank you so much for stopping for this episode of Rooted Daily. It is so important to take a few minutes to root ourselves in Christ and in His Word, and I am so glad you did it with us today. If you think that it's important that others hear this good news, make sure to hit the share button and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app. It helps us reach more and more people with the message of Jesus every day. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Christ, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.